Hello, everybody, and welcome to Show Hoppers, The Last of Us, Season 1, Episode 5, Endure and Survive. I'm Kurt, joined by my former high school teacher, Mr. Sal. This podcast is not my seventh priority. Is it yours? Mr. Sal's my first. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, All right. Because we're here covering The Last of Us week to week. This week, because you got the early special. I don't think the podcast is releasing anytime no. sooner. But we got a bit sooner. Next episode is going to be a bit later. But before we talk about any bit about this episode, let's look at our ratings for it. Rating. All right, Mr. Sal. So what did you give this episode? I, I think as episode three was your favorite. I don't think this is this is no episode three for you. But I think I, I think you like a lot of the episode. There's there's some actiony bits here. But they're interlaced with good plot points, and I th- I think you I think you love this episode. You like Sam and Henry. You like what they did with Kathleen, and just kind of how this episode ties up and some of the stuff they saw along the way. I th- I think you gave this. I think you gave it a, a ten. A bold claim. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. I think that you are happy about the return of the infected. I think that you're happy to see. A scene right out of the video game, but darker. Um, I think I think you love the the infected invasion sniper shootout thing. I think you loved it. You're excited to see a bloater. I knew, I, knew. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that the second you came. You go. Bloater. I know that. See, I, I saw the last. <laughs> um, I think you loved Henry and Sam in this episode, which is apparently a. a a pretty significant departure from the video game uh, where they go with Henry and Sam. Um, I think you love Henry's moral riddle within this episode. Uh, you know, is, is he the bad guy or not? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you love that. I think you liked seeing Kathleen uh, go. I think you were ready to be done with Kathleen and she went. And I think you liked the way she went. So I think you gave this a 10. I'd give it a 10. Okay. You're right. What did you give it? I'm just curious. Uh, I, oh. I, I, I might very well have a really difficult time talking about this episode. Uh-huh. Um, it, it hit me very hard emotionally. And I might like this more than episode three it's oh i'm so happy you like this (laughs) mr sal i I just want to say right now yeah i knew you'd connect with sam with your names i i knew it that you no i'm joking when i don't know if you remember this but i i think you said yeah you said this on episode one when sarah died joel's daughter yeah that you were worried that she would turn and that joel would have had to kill her yeah that's what you're scared of and when he said that i was like ah Oh man. <laughs> that I think that'll happen. I'm not sure. But I think that happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, mean, I mean, when I watch the episode, I know I know the lens by which how Henry and Sam are supposed to end. They do end the same way. Mm-hmm. But I I love what they did with Henry and Sam. I mean, they fleshed them out so much better than they did in the game. In the game, I think they did a great job with them. But here, they yeah. they did it even better. So yeah. But yeah. Sorry. Cool. So what? Yeah. So what? What, what made it so? Well, I, I mean, first of all, they continue to. Introduce me to a character, make me fall in love with a character, and then rip the character away from me. All within the same episode. Um, because I, the only one that they didn't do that with was Tess. That they, She had two episodes. <laughs> but, I mean, they did it with Sarah in episode one. They took Tess away into episode two, even though I mean, we did get two episodes. Of it. Frank and Bill in episode three. And now Henry and Sam in episode five. It, I, they're so good at it. They're so good at making you fall in love with these characters and then tearing them away. Uh, so that, I mean, was hard enough. Uh, what made it harder was watching Henry's reaction to Sam turning. You know, I, I, I couldn't breathe when he had the gun. He took the gun from Joel and he was pointing it at Joel and he, it just then instinctively turned it on his brother. Um, and then after that, uh, just how distraught he was is, I, I can't even imagine that, that level of pain. Uh, what made me connect with this even more, because I mean, 
these are not the kid's fathers. Joel is not Ellie's father, and Henry is not Sam's father. Are, are, can you relate to this in any way? Yeah, uh, as as a parent, yes. Oh, <laughs> but, congratulations! But, but, but not just that, though. The thing is, like, they certainly play the role of the parent in these kids' lives. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um. So this is like Henry shooting his son, mm-hmm. which I cannot imagine. I I can't even allow my mind to go there. Uh, but then, I also have. I'm the oldest of five kids. And when I was 14, my youngest brother was born. And I'm, I'm very close with my youngest brother. But we're, of, of the five of us, the two of us are probably, we might be the closest in the family. <laughs> despite, despite the, the fact that we're the furthest apart in age. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always been very close with him. Uh, and when he was growing up, when he was about Sam's age, uh, he he and I were inseparable. We did everything together. I, I because wh- what happened was I realized when I finished college. So I was he was what I guess seven at the time, mm-hmm. uh, which is about how old Sam is. But yeah, I said you know if I just move away and start a life somewhere, this this kid's never going to know me. I'm never going to know this kid. I mean, really. I started college, he was four years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I had moved far away from where we grew up, he might not even know me now. I might not know him. Um, so I made the conscious decision, and a lot of it was because of him, uh, to move back to where I grew up because I wanted to make sure that he got to know me. Um, and we ended up being very, very close. And we, we did all kinds of things together. And I always wondered what people thought we were when, you know, we went to the movies or we went out to eat or whatever, because I didn't look young enough. We didn't look close enough in age for, to be brothers, but we didn't look far enough apart in age to be father and son. Mm-hmm. So we always were kind of something in between. Um, and when I, when I was about 15 or so, so shortly after, my brother was born. Um, both my parents, my, up to that point, my, my mother had not been working. My father was working. Um, but both my parents were working at that point. And over the summers, uh, my father would work and my mother would work. And I would be in charge of my four siblings. Uh, so my youngest siblings, the, the youngest one and the the even the, the other two that are significantly younger than me um always grew up thinking of me as something that wasn't quite a brother but also not quite a father something in between a brother and a father so this relationship with henry and sam is like i i've had this exact relationship <laughs> um and to to see it play out this way was like it, it was crushing like this episode is as crushing as long, long time was beautiful. I think. I, I think what makes it so crushing too is it has a happy ending almost. Mm. It's right. It, uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's almost there to be a happy ending. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like before the last scene, right? Like, if you saw the motel thing and ends there, yep. could be a happy ending, right? For them, like, oh, look, we got, yeah. we got now we got the four compadres. Yeah. Not just the two. I was excited <laughs> about that. I could have. Yeah. I, I would. I was really happy about the idea of seeing these four together through the rest of the way. You know, um, I, I loved that they that uh, they made the decision to make Sam deaf. I know he's not deaf in the game. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, they made that decision uh, in large part to make Sam even more reliant on Henry. I think it was a very good idea. It, it was great, and and it and it also put on display the concept of how much truth do you tell your kids. Because, oh yes, he constantly yeah yeah because because Sam can't hear all of what is being talked about. Henry gets to choose how much of it he exposes Sam to, and sometimes it's all of it. Like do you like he's not coming back? Do you think he's dead? Yes, probably. Like sometimes he's very honest with him, and then other times he just makes up what's being said to protect him. Like they're going to help us escape. You know, like it's, it's really, it, I, I love seeing that too. That, that, that was fantastic. I love seeing Ellie kind of 
feel like she was responsible for someone because up into up to this point we've only seen her feeling like someone else is responsible for her mm-hmm. and now she she was feeling like she was responsible for someone and it actually juxtaposed so nicely with what Joel said to Henry in the previous scene where he said you know it's easier for them because they're younger and nobody's relying on them you know Joel fails to to recognize that Sam is relying on Ellie. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially, yeah, especially in that last scene when you see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most yeah, and then when she puts down the I'm sorry on the grave, I mean, mm-hmm. I, mean I, I don't, I, I was a mess at the end of this episode. <laughs> like, it's a, a very a, sad ending. I, a mess. I knew when we see Henry and Sam, I'm like, this only, like, this is a, a very tragic ending. There's oh, <laughs> a lot of tragedy in The Last of Us, as I'm sure you can see. Like, the yeah. Bill and Frank ending, a happy tragic ending. It happy, was much more tragic said, in the game. Yeah. <laughs> it was much more tragic in the sure, game. Sure. This is also tragic. There's a lot of tragedy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Bill and Frank ending to me, like that just whole story was so beautiful. Like everything about it was beautiful. And it was like even the ending, very sad, very emotional, but almost a happy ending. And and certainly not anything I would consider like crushing. I'd call it bittersweet, yeah. Yeah, it was bittersweet. This was crushing. Yes. Like, like, oh, I, they, they make you I, think it might end well. And then with, within like five minutes, that's all. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought about this the entire next day. Like my mood was impacted by this the whole next day. And then uh, it, thankfully we're, we're now two days out from when I watched <laughs> this because so, so now I actually can have a conversation about it. Uh, I don't know if I could have done this yesterday, honestly. So this, this is Maybe it's good it was an early release then yeah it is it's probably good because this is this hit me very very hard uh and and i love this series now I, like i i don't think I, <laughs> I i i loved an episode of the series before this now i love this series this is this is amazing i'm glad i'm glad to see that you're on the series yeah I, I, what i love about the ending of this episode is it really just shows like the um how quick how quick just something can happen and yeah really, even in this case, right, where I, I'm going to say that they took life for granted, even though they're living on what we consider like the, the scraps of life. Like, well, almost what's the point of going on? But they yep. did take life for granted <laughs> in, this, yeah. in this moment. It's just kind of and you can always take life for granted. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's and, and honestly, like, I don't want it to get lost. The, the moral dilemma of Henry mm-hmm throughout the course of the episode because you know my brother his brother's dying of leukemia and the only way to help him is by giving up someone else's brother right yes. now not only that, that yeah oh. and, and so it's it's the the argument of my brother it was worth more than yours or means more than yours or is more important than yours like what makes a life more important than another life what I think is even more of a kicker to that is they, they're all, you know, post-apocalyptic. People kill each other a lot in this yeah. world, as is obvious. But the brother, Michael, right? Was that his name, Michael? Michael, yeah. Yeah, Michael. Was Henry respected Michael, and he seemed to be have a very yeah. good name in this. Like, like the Kansas uh, City Fedra, known for being abusive. Like, the, the horrors mm-hmm. they're doing to people, right? And we see the horrors that Kathleen's doing and that this mm-hmm. militia does. But it seems as though it was like a good cause run astray. And what caused right. it to run astray was this decision Henry made. Yeah. And he even felt bad about it. He, Michael even said not to go after Henry after this. What a what a guy he was. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's rough. That must what makes it even more rough. It's not like he just got rid of like, you know, a bandit or something that was like yeah. willing to kill their people and do whatever it takes to survive. He, you know, someone who's trying to make what seems like good change in a world that could use it or maybe it's too late to do it and that's that's so that's, and that's what was the debate of last of us you know is, is the world they are they've hit on the theme and they will they will kind of hit on the theme is, is the world even worth saving like is it, right is it yeah I, it's yeah. and they the theme that they've been talking about from the beginning is love is beautiful mm-hmm. and love is horrible yeah. and I, I mean they, they keep showing it to us in this in this episode it's it's so it's clearly yeah, on display two, again. Two different instances of different loves here. Yeah, with Kathleen yeah. and Michael, and Henry and Sam. Yeah. So, so I mean, 
Love is beautiful. The, the, the fact that Henry is willing to do anything to save his brother, it's a beautiful thing. But it's horrible because he's willing to do anything to save his brother, even if it comes at the expense of someone else. You know, and then at the end, of, like, it's beautiful because Henry loves his brother so much that he can't bear the thought of living without him, if, especially living with the fact that he killed him. But it's horrible because he can't live without him. It's <laughs> once it's taken away and he took it away himself, he, has, he felt like he had no choice but to take his own life too. Like, it, it, it really is. It's, it's so hard to watch sometimes because love does do that to us over and over again. And, and the answer to the question is uh, the, the question being what makes my family more important than your family is they're mine. And these are the people I love. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. and, and, and I, I don't love your family. I love my family and not you specifically Karen. I'm not specifically. <laughs> no, it's but, all right. I see how it is. Your family. I've said that <laughs> you're, you're, you count as family, but uh, the, but like the, what makes it, what makes my my the people I love more important than the people you love is the fact that I love them. And if I have the yeah. power to help those people, that's what I'm going to do. And so they do a really good job of showing us the flip sides the, the, you know, of showing us Kathleen in that bedroom and, and showing us the love that she had for her brother and why she feels this way and why she feels so strongly because somebody that she loved was ripped away. So only when when you only when you love something that much can losing it affect you this much and and that is oh yeah the, that Without is the, she loves that is, Michael yeah and that that is the fear and the danger of love it's the fear of letting it's why people are afraid to let people in it's why Joel has refused up to this point to acknowledge that he has let Ellie into his life and into his heart because he he did love. And he did lose. And he never wants that to happen again. But it's happening whether he likes it or not. And, and he knows it. I know. I know. And to see Ellie at the end of this, hardened. This is much more hardened than it seemed Joel was. Yeah, she was yeah, she was ready I, to go before he was. Yeah. I mean, she this this is not the I mean, when Ellie lost Tess, she turned it around pretty quick. I don't think she recovers from this. This this is something that changes her, I think. Well, but, well we, we can get to that at the end of the episode, but yeah. Yeah, time will certainly tell. So, well, I guess yeah, I, I do want to talk a bit more about the episode. Before we yeah. do that, Mr. Sal, I do want to talk about our favorite scenes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's, see. let's see if I can guess your favorite scene, which I think is the last scene. Starting when? Like the, the burial? No, not the or burial. Sorry. when Ellie Wait. wakes up and... Sam so you're, you're, so the Sam and Ellie conversation is separate to Ellie waking up, right? Uh, yeah, I think that's a new. Yeah, scene okay. When Ellie wakes up, when Ellie wakes up, then is your okay favorite scene? Okay, and I think that your favorite scene, I, I, I'm going to say it's that same scene when Ellie wakes up and Sam attacks her. Henry has to shoot her, and then you almost got me mr sal you almost got me oh my god but, i already know what you're gonna say what did you what, what you're did gonna you? say the scene that i have written down here <laughs> no i didn't say that it. i didn't that i didn't guess i only guessed <laughs> the scene i guessed because you just guessed it for me and i know that, that we end up on the same scene every time so it's like he's gonna start guessing his favorite scene <laughs> yeah. for me. but then you there's no way you got me. there's you no way there's no way you've got my favorite scene okay well, what is that? I'm curious now. Well, what now, is- now I think it's Sam and Ellie's conversation with the pad, in the bedroom right before. No, no, it's not that. No, oh, okay, never mind then. That is my favorite scene. All right, hey, this is very sensible, very sensible. Yeah, those are probably my. Probably that's my third. The other one, I guess, is my second. Number one was Joel's tone while being at gunpoint. Oh, when, well, so then I did guess your favorite scene. <laughs> is that is that what you guessed? Uh, yeah, I said the scene when when Ellie wakes up, like that's all one scene that we established. I thought. Oh no, I uh, not not the end scene. My bad. I meant the one where he first meets Henry. Oh, and he has the tone. <laughs> that was your favorite scene. 
<laughs> it's so funny. It's very funny, but why is, is that why it's your favorite scene? Because it's funny? <laughs> it's very funny. In this episode, you were looking for the comedy? It was very funny, yes. Wow. No, no, I'm joking. Uh, my, my favorite scene, the scene I guessed for you. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> I did put that as my favorite scene though for a bit, and I went, ah, fine, I'll I'll do a more serious one. But I did really like that scene. I thought the, it was very comical. It it was very good, <laughs> uh, very funny. Everything everything's all right. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, man! Why do you have to say it that way? Just the way he talks. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. So, yeah. so your actual favorite scene is Ellie wakes up. Sam attacks her, mm-hmm. Henry shoots him, and then yes. shoots himself. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. All right. Good. That's a much more reasonable favorite scene. So, <laughs> so tell, tell me about your favorite scene. I'm, telling, so, I'm going to tell you the game version of that scene because right, it so, is a little different. So my so my favorite scene is this conversation that they have. For, where it happens is as important to me as that it happens at all. Because we just heard Joel say to Henry that the kids will recover. They'll be fine. Because nobody's relying on them. It's easier for kids. We now know. Afterwards, we're going to learn. Sam is not going to recover. And I don't think Ellie is either. This this is, this is was a life-altering thing for Ellie. And a life-ending thing for Sam. People are relying on the kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah people, and Ellie, Sam was relying on Ellie. And Ellie tries so hard to be the person that Sam needs her to be to give him this cure to, she, she wants you know, she, she's she risks everything in telling him that her blood is medicine and that she's been bit right that was one of joel's three rules you never tell anybody about your condition and she does it she does it because she knows sam needs him needs her she does it because she's hopeful that she she has hope and so that was such a beautiful gesture but even beyond that First of all, I used to have one of these pads when I was a kid, so this is pretty cool. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen these before. I was like, oh, that's really cool. It is. It's really neat. I, I used to have one, so that, that was really cool. And I always I always think it's so cool in uh, entertainment to see portrayals of hearing-impaired individuals. Oh, I was thinking the same thing from Only Murders in the Building. Yeah, Only Murders in the Building. Uh, I've, we've talked about The Sound of Metal before on the podcast, I mm-hmm. think, a movie. like It's so... It's so interesting to see i, I love because i never saw it growing up like there were no deaf people in movies <laughs> and tv shows um so it, was, it really is amazing to, to see it and, and i thought it was so effective here because you have to have this silent mode of communication between them which they have to be so quiet anyway because they don't want the grown-ups to hear about it so the mode of communication is cool and i love this pad um but when he asks her if she's ever afraid of anything. And she says all the time, uh, which first of all, it reminded me of Watchmen episode one. <laughs> when um, Angela asked Judd, aren't you afraid? And he says, you know, I'm, I'm scared as F. But uh, in this case, she says, I'm scared all the time. And the thing that she says she's scared of was so heartbreaking and crushing. Anyway, I'm scared of ending up alone. Like, that is not something that anybody in this world is thinking. I don't think they're scared of being consumed by a fungus zombie or raped by Fedra, right? Mm-hmm. But this person who is seemingly immune to the fungus is scared of ending up alone. And it, it makes me think of two things. It makes me think of, uh, first of all, she's she's growing attached or she is already very attached to joel and the thing that scares her most is losing him which is a beautiful thing but she also has this condition that could keep her alive past anybody right? yeah whole... she she could see everyone in her group die yeah she'll be fine right which is terrifying you know it's it's uh, th- there are two other works of fiction come to mind here when I think about that. One uh, is a novel called Tuck Everlasting. Have you ever heard of? Yes, it? I have seen Tuck Everlasting. Okay. I've read Tuck Everlasting. Like one of the one of the one of the big themes of Tuck Everlasting is if you could live forever, would you even want to? Because mm-hmm. you're going to watch everybody that you care about die anyway. Um, 
so so that's the first thing I think of. The second thing is um, Rent. Have you seen the musical Rent no. or heard of it? Okay. So Rent is about the AIDS epidemic in the 80s. Mm -hmm. um, and most of the characters in the show have AIDS. All right. But, there, but there's one who doesn't. And one of the lines in one of the songs is uh, because they're, they're, criticized, they're being very critical of him uh, because of just kind of being a little standoffish and such and he, he, he says maybe that's because i'm the one of us to survive like he like his, his fear of being left alone and watching all his friends die so uh, so that <laughs> this scene i'm sorry i'm talking forever about this scene but no this, so and, and all of this is done just with a few words written on the pad right and, and this is all the thoughts that are running through my head as i watch this this is amazing um and then on top of that, it as if my soul wasn't crushed enough by this. Sam asks the question and says what he's afraid of uh -huh. is, do, are you still you if you're infected? It, which, is, which, which is a wonderful question to ask and one that when we haven't – only tests have we seen who we've known, like as a character, is infected, right? Mm -hmm. Unless I'm forgetting something. No, no. Uh no, you're right. Yeah. And and Tess caught it so early that she was still her, clearly. Yeah, we never we never right. saw like Tess. Yeah, we never saw the <laughs> like and like clicker Tess, for example. <laughs> but so so that's the only character we've lost. So now with Sam asking this, it really like uh, brings a question that I should have been thinking of all along and never really did. And when he shows us the wound and, and we know that he's asking because he's worried about losing himself and who he is. He's worried about becoming one of them. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, think, I think Ellie asked earlier, like what, what, um, what Joel thinks back when they were with Tess. Oh, you're right. Yeah, for yeah. A moment. She did comment on this. Yes. Uh, so it, it's right. a thing. It's a thing they think about. Yes. Is, is the, is the person still in there? Yeah. And, and to any degree. And so, I mean, that's, that's my favorite. Scene. Uh, uh -huh. It's amazing. And, um, in the next scene, when she wakes up, he's still deaf. Mm -hmm. And doesn't 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 hear or anything. And they did that intentionally as an indication that yeah, he is still in there, which is even more crushing. Oh, well, maybe maybe the, maybe the virus just still can't use. You know, well, that and right. I thought about that too. And they mentioned that they were like, you know, to a certain extent, you know. The, the mechanisms in, that are in place for hearing just don't work in this particular individual. So maybe the, that's why the fungus can't hear. But at the same time, the first person infected that they showed us was Nana, who was catatonic and couldn't move. Yes. And then, and suddenly then they, yeah, suddenly she around. chase people. So, you know, I, and I, you know, on that, um, official podcast, they did make a point out of saying, like, there's something kind of beautiful about that, that it can fix someone, mm -hmm. right? It could make you do things you couldn't do before. Yeah. So, I, the way uh, the way I see it is, is that, you know, the longer you have the virus, or the, mm -hmm. not the virus, the, the fungi, the cordyceps in you, it, mm -hmm. you know, it rewires more, and it kind of figures mm -hmm. out more. So, I would take it as uh, given enough time, it might have been able to hear again, perhaps. Mm -hmm. But it had not been long enough. Right. So how so, much Sam was still there? Probably well, quite think, a bit. I think enough of it. Enough quite of it. But Probably anyway, so that's my favorite scene. I, I, I mean, I, I just I don't know how long I just talked for about fifteen minutes. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I apologize if it now was boring. Go. But my God, I, it, there's it. just so much to that scene that I latched onto. I, I love it. Anyway, all right, it's a really good scene. I mean, here, do you want me to tell you the do you know the difference between that scene and in the video game? Sure, you can tell me. I, oh, I don't. Do you know? Know. Oh, I don't. Okay, so in the game, oh, Ellie he, doesn't try to save him. He never reveals to Ellie that's that right. he's actually been yeah, yeah. right. He hides the fact, but he does ask the same question. But Ellie gives a very honest response because mm -hmm. he doesn't show. It, it's a very depressing response, and she says, "No, no, I don't think so." From her hmm. previous encounter, so she she basically goes, "No, I don't think the person's in there anymore," and that kind of upsets him a bit. <laughs> and then. They go to bed and then same, you know, same events transpire the next morning. But there's none of Ellie trying to save him, like we yeah. see here, and kind of feeling more parental for him and hopeful. No, none of that. Yeah. As for my favorite scene, I mean, 
I, I, I mean, a lot of it's kind of self-explanatory. It's just, it's just the, it's all about Henry. That's, that's the thing, but mm-hmm. it's just all about Henry, right? Just, I, I love the way they built Henry in this as, mm-hmm. at first it just seems like, okay, well, whatever, he's a collaborator, but then it's like, wow, a hard decision. And he did the decision yeah. that I think a lot of people would do in his circumstance. Yep. And how much he obviously cares about Sam, right? It's not like he's faking it or anything. He genuinely cares about him. He constantly thinks about him. Uh, the way Sam looks to him for guidance on how he should be acting because he can't hear anything. So, like, mm-hmm. for example, when um, when Henry hears gunshots, yeah, the oh. glass like oh, same with the glass too. But when Henry hears the gunshots, Joel's gunfire, and he freaks yeah. out. Sam doesn't. Know. Sam just sees him freak out, and then he starts like you know getting worried because yeah. he just he he really does as the doctor said looks to him for his emotions. Yeah. So Henry, the the amount he cares about Sam is immense. And here's another thing. This is the one thing I wish they had in this episode, right? But I get why they couldn't do this, given, like, mm-hmm. what was going on. In the game, at some point, when you're running from the militia, the four of you, and when you have Sam and Henry with you, you're running away. Mm-hmm. You kind of get to a point where you have to kind of boost everyone up on top of a place. So, like, Joel boosts up Henry, helps up Sam, mm-hmm. helps up Ellie. And then it's kind of hard to get Joel up. So Henry just ditches joel down there and just runs with sam so henry and sam bolt okay ellie jumps back down to join with joel and so now they're separate like these two groups are separated now so that's it he's like you lost henry that's it now you kind of you keep playing the game and eventually it ends with you guys falling you guys have to jump for your lives into a river and you start drowning to death and henry saves you right henry saves you and he apologizes that lesson he was freaking out he wanted to keep sam safe right Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like it's you know, Joel's a bit mad about it, but he did save Joel's life, so it's kind of like, all right, fine, right? But right. it really did show the fact of how much he cares about Sam, that he's willing to just mm-hmm. screw it, right? You got They were helping each other quite a bit, but the going got too tough, so he ditched them and went to go just help Sam, right? And it mm-hmm. doesn't really highlight how much he cares about Sam. But, you know, they yeah, they didn't show that. I get why they didn't. You know, there's only so much fun. Well, I don't there. know if they needed to. That yeah, it I don't was need very to clear yeah. how much he cared about Sam. I did like that. I was hoping we would see that, but I, I still... That's actually one of my... That's a bit I do like about him henry quite a bit it was just mm-hmm. that 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 how it's i kind of almost didn't like him for that. I'm like, you, you literally left you know me joel for dead but then he did save me again so i'm giving it a chance so i guess yeah all right i guess you're all right in any case um no nah, i mean just just seeing just, the way the way he acts it out is great like he shoots the warning shot to stop joel he's you mm-hmm. know freaking out doesn't know what to do he does shoot sam and then again you know he Joel's trying to talk him down and he's mm-hmm. you know he doesn't know what else to do and then he turns the gun on, on himself mm-hmm. and yeah and it's very it, it's it's a very somber tone and it's 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 what the last of us is all about yeah <laughs> I mean I, I I don't know how he could have gone on after doing that I mean is the right thing to do is the only thing to do he and I I, I love that he he didn't say it but it was clear that what he was communicating to Joel was, you don't do this. I need to be the one to do this. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, he, yeah. he he wouldn't let Joel shoot Sam. Yeah. But he knew it had to be done. But if somebody was going to do it, it had to be him. Of course, the fact that it was him meant that his life was over, too. Yeah, he can't go on. So, yeah. it really, it really, I'm sure, makes you wonder, what's going to happen to Joel and Ellie? I mean... This, my this guess is, is a... they find Tommy in Wyoming. The next episode. <laughs> That's my prediction. The next episode. Just the next episode. But just in general, I mean, you see, you see how yeah. all this, you know, what love has lasted to still be alive right now? Mm-hmm. Nothing except for yeah. except for two two forms of love right now. If you want to say Joel and Ellie, which I think is kind of evident now, yep. and Joel and Tommy, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get sold together. We haven't even met Tommy yet. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, there, there's other love in the world. It's just these. Well, yeah, yeah. These just what we've, we've seen, seen, what we've highlighted. Every other right. bit of love we've seen highlighted mm-hmm. um, has ended in death. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure that we're going to see more that's introduced to us and then ends in death as well. So, so I was just saying. So yeah. makes you wonder what's going to happen to uh, Joel and Ellie. So, anyway. Yeah, well, yeah. That, I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm still sticking with my prediction that Joel's dead by the end of the season. Fair enough. But anyway. Uh, well, in that case, Mr. Sell, do you want me to go over some 
I did write down some of the gameplay differences and similarities. Not sure. Yeah, yeah. Let's see if I uh, already know Sam's deaf. Oh yeah, here's something in the game. I wrote this down because I, I, I really. So you made a prediction. Mm -hmm. You you failed it again. Spoiler Mm -hmm. alert: that Jill and Ellie would get split up. In the game, I thought you'd eventually be right, especially for this episode, because in the game they do get split up. Oh, (laughs) and it it becomes Ellie with Henry and Sam with Jill. (laughs) They get like split up in such a way that that that's what happens. So I thought that would happen maybe. And I when I saw that, I was like, oh, that might be interesting because, you know, Sam's yeah. deaf. <laughs> so, yeah. So it might be perhaps even somewhat comical. But in, in either case, that didn't happen. Uh, when, you know, I already told you the ditching thing, the saving from drowning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I already told you about Henry or Sam doesn't tell Ellie that he's bitten. Yeah. And oh, yeah, this whole buried infected thing that went on. Yeah. Yeah, that that th- th- this was not a thing at all in the game. Like, they're coming out of like a sinkhole or something, and like that 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 never happened. So. Where did they come from? They just come- so I'll tell the similarities then, right? So similar because this will tell you where they come from. Uh, you know, ending was all similar besides the Ellie Sam Sam revealing he actually got bitten. Other, mm-hmm. Besides that, that was the exact same. That whole suburbs bit with the sniper is very yeah. true to the game. Like to get pinned by a sniper. Joel advances, takes up the sniper, takes the position of the sniper, yeah. then has to defend against. However, what comes after them is just infected from noise. It's just like a bunch of clickers and infected that are running at them. It's not more militia. It's just infected. Oh, I see. So the, this whole like militia stay nothing didn't happen in the game. It was oh. just more infected come. Uh, yeah. But a lot of them come. Um, they use the tunnels to try and escape. However, there's infected down there in the game. Here there isn't. Okay. So there you go. And this nursery is in the game. Yeah, and that was really nursery. cool here. The nursery is really cool. And so, did you did you hear about the story then? The ish the story, ish story and story Danny. Ish. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it was more, yeah. It was mostly the story of ish. Yeah, did you know the story? It was, it was it was um basically Easter eggs in the nursery, mm-hmm. so you could read the the notes and letters and stuff, and really figure out exactly what happened. You can, you that. can. It there, there's a lot of notes throughout the whole game. Lots of us to learn about like the world and like recordings and stuff. And yeah, this nursery, this underground bit is full of it. Uh, I looked up on the wiki just to remember it, but I do I I did see this before, which is do do you know how it goes? Uh, I no. guess let's, let's okay. What happens is this is a story about three people we'll say Ish, Danny, and Kyle. Okay. Ish is down in there, right? In those tunnels alone. Okay. This is where he's he's hunkered down after like, you know, the end of civilization as we know it and the apocalypse kind of occurs. He's living there alone and he's mm-hmm. trading with other people, families above. One family mm-hmm. being Kyle's. Okay. He's realized there's no point in surviving alone because he's so lonely. So he offers some of these families he's been trading with, like Kyle's, to come live with him. And they took him up on the offer. So they kind of start building a society in these tunnels, right? Mm-hmm. Beyond what we just see in the nursery, they have other rooms. And there's about 50 of them. So they start building up, like, you know, a community. Mm-hmm. Uh, they eventually get Danny as well to join Ish. And they're kind of the guards of the community. And that's what the drawing is you see in the... Yeah. This is also in the game. So they're, they're, Our they're protectors. The, the protectors, yeah. yeah. So... They have the rules. The house rules you see in the uh, show is the exact yep. same that, that are in the game, right? And at some point, I don't really know quite how, someone left the door open or a door open and a bunch of infected were able to get in. So mm-hmm. Ish and some of the others managed to escape. We don't know what happened to them. Danny's fate is unknown, but presumed to be dead, right? He died in mm-hmm. it. The last one, this is the worst one. This is the very morbid one, which is Kyle, the kind of the first family to join Ish, mm-hmm. um, was trapped in a room. He, when the infected came, he barred himself in a room with a lot of other kids, and the infected were coming for them, and they were trapped. It's it's all but implied, it's all but said. But he basically he shoots all of the kids and then himself to spare them a fate from the infected. He he leaves oh, a note wow. saying they didn't suffer. So it's very dark for that ending for the kids. So then, wow. So the nursery is one that a lot of people remember in The Last of Us just because it's like, wow, this is a dark place. It, it, it's just the, um, you go in and it's, a, you know, it's like, you know, it's a nursery. Like it looks really happy mm-hmm. and all this stuff, but it's like there's a very dark story yeah. behind it in the nursery. So it's a little dark history with the nursery. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, you know, besides that, whatever, we see a bloater. They're, um, they're in the game. I mean, they, they like throw spores and stuff they don't have the spore element here right i think they're just kind of showing it because it was in the game it's yeah. all right uh 
And yeah, and I mean, th- this this episode ends similar to how the game kind of ends <laughs> in this way. Yeah. That on to the next patchwork piece. <laughs> we'll we'll yeah. see what uh, we'll see we'll see how it goes. So, oh yeah. man, oh man. Well, well Mister Sal, <laughs> if there's anything else you don't get into, you want to get into the recap? Yeah, let's do it. I think this will be a relatively fast recap. I mean, we, we, uh, we've, so, we've said so much already. We said, we said a lot about it. Yes, yeah. so we'll, we'll see. But we start off in the past with. Oh, I mean, this is already gruesome. This this scene of, I yeah. guess we'll just keep calling it the militia, but the militia rising against Fedra. Yeah, it's brutal. Oh, it was very gruesome. Yeah, uh-huh. like people getting hanged, people dragged on the streets, just yep. pandemonium. And we see Henry and Sam are trying to avoid this mayhem yep. meanwhile kathleen's pressing collaborators at the threat of death and one does reveal the whereabouts of henry which is somewhere in the city <laughs> aka her number one priority on her seventh yeah. as some may have thought <laughs> like perry yeah. so and shocker she kills all these people anyway yeah after and saying it, i won't you'll all yeah. get a fair trial <laughs> you'll, you're guilty but you know you'll get it'll be fair yeah <laughs> Henry and Sam get to the attic, which we did see Perry find in last episode. Uh, the doctor is meeting them there, who we also saw last episode mm-hmm. die. Uh, they, they have no ammo. Key. <laughs> Don't worry. Right. Food's going to be the right limiting factor up there. They got 11 days of rations. So they got to figure something out in 11 days or get more food. Mm-hmm. This is where the doctor brings up the fact of, you know, listen, Sam is scared because you're scared, Henry. Remember yeah. that. You know, he looks to you for guidance on what to do next and i henry really does you know take that i feel like from henceforth yeah it's it's true too like uh, kids will react the way their parents react you can, oh. if you uh, it's funny because with my my oldest son when he used to fall we would laugh and he'd just start laughing <laughs> but if we ever like broke out and we're like oh my god are you okay he would start crying that's, yeah, that's with a so, lot of kids. Yeah. That's so, not an actual hard fall. <laughs> right. Yeah, right, right. What I mean is like when he was learning to walk. Like yeah, yeah. kids when they're learning to walk fall all the time. So we we got to the point where we realized, oh, okay, as long as we laugh about it, he's going to laugh about it. And he's not going to be, he's going to be fine. So anyway. Yeah. No, yeah. Kids, you know, young children especially, they, they, they take cues from... Mm-hmm. The parental figures or elders, I guess. Absolutely. In this case, yeah. Virtually apparent. So, I mean, it honestly, it extends quite high up in age, too. You know, <laughs> that I, is true. I, you do look up to people, and you know, if you see someone panicking that you kind of respect yeah. or have kind of, you know, you trust in their guidance, yep. it'll make you worry. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you won't I, show it as much as a kid would, but. Right. I, I think I've said on the podcast before, I, I am a referee for, I'm a volleyball referee. Mm-hmm. Um, and, one of the things that I've noticed, and a lot of referees have noticed it, is that the the players kind of take on the personality of their coach. So if if the coach is someone who's going to give the referees a hard time, the so are the players. If the coach is someone who is you know positive and upbeat, so are the players. <laughs> if the coach is someone who yells and points fingers, so do the players. <laughs> so it it does extend to lots of different ages and, and scenarios. Certainly. Uh, ten days later, in the attic, the doctor's gone looking for food, and he's yet to return. Sam's hungry, drawing all over the place. Henry thinks the doctor's going to return. The next day, when Sam wakes up, Henry breaks the news that he does indeed think the doctor will not be returning. Very blunt with Sam. He's probably dead. They're going to have to go, right? He thinks Mm -hmm. he knows their patterns. They can make it on foot. And here, Sam becomes super Sam. (laughs) (laughs) And they yeah. go to leave. Which, by the way, so uh, he paints the like the orange red across Sam's eyes, right? Yeah. So that's that's what you mean by by Sam becomes super. Yeah. Sam, right. Yeah. Super. Okay. Sam. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. They, no, so they go to leave, and you know he gets freaked out by the gunshots. But we see Joel's gunfight, and this changes up Henry's plan. So. Which, by the way, <laughs> as he's looking out the window, I, this is not me who, who pointed this out. It was all over TV time in the comments section. This picture was everywhere of Henry looking out this window at Joel. Mm-hmm. In, what about it? 
there's a shot of Henry's eyes looking out the window and across his eyes is the orange red banner of the laundromat from across the street. So it looks like the same, it looks like the same uh, painting, <laughs> the same band of orange red across his eyes that he painted on Sam. I would love to see if in the last episode you could see Henry peeking out. I don't, th- I know I, mean, I didn't go back and I'm check, curious. but I'm curious. Yeah. it'd be cool it, if they did that. It would be cool. In either case, uh, night falls and Henry and Sam go in for their sneaky bluff. Right, mm-hmm. they go in the glass. Uh, Henry gives Sam pointers you know, as to what to do here because that is noisy. Here's a gun, pointed at them like so. And Henry goes in, and they put him at gunpoint. Right, he wants peace. Jill has a very weird tone about him, but Henry's going to trust them, and he tells his tale. Right, they they eat some di- and they uh, the, our duo Jill and Ellie feed them dinner. They chit chat, especially Ellie seems to really want to chit chat. But Joel wants to end the relationship here, right? Okay, you guys got food. You didn't kill us. Let's end it here. Mm-hmm. But Henry wants help escaping. Mm-hmm. The next morning, we learn a bit more as to, you know, the Casey Fedro is really bad, committed tons of crimes, and Henry's history of being a collaborator, a rat by Joel's standards. Doesn't mm-hmm. really like him, but he'll have to deal with them. Henry needs Joel to clear the way because he's not sure if these tunnels to get them out are clear. They should be. But right. He's not really sure. And allegedly, he's never killed anyone. So, yeah. Which I guess is still true. He, he hasn't killed them by his own hand. Not directly. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. By the way, I, I should mention, uh, just in listening to the official podcast, that Neil Druckmann, when, when Craig Mason pitched the idea of Sam being deaf <laughs> to Druckmann, uh, this was on the after, yeah, it was on uh, the after interview as well. as well, right? Druckmann was like, F you, man. Like, he, like, why didn't I think of that? That is so good. <laughs> so, it is so good. Yeah. I, it's amazing that I, I love yeah. that they made him deaf. I, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, and it makes sense. It, it works so well in this episode, too, because there's so much silent communication that has to happen. It's like, so you make it an ASL. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. It's great. It works very well, especially yeah. for yeah, the whole theme for the episode of watching mm-hmm. out. <laughs> yes. They get to the tunnels. They're empty, but they traverse carefully. I should I should say this actually. I don't know if I said this already. In the game, the tunnels are not empty. <laughs> no, you did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh, they get to the nursery. Wow. You know, so much here to do. You get the the title of the episode. It's mentioned later again too. But endure and survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, they take a bit of a break here. The young ones play. Joel is a bit more sympathetic to uh, Henry's cause and reason for collaborating he reveals a lot more as to why he's so hated that he gave up kathleen's very seemingly well seen and seemingly a good guy michael uh to help with sam's leukemia so this by the way was my favorite scene for quite a bit of the episode fair enough i mean it is really him opening up with joel joel and joel being you know more empathetic to other people it's absolutely He's definitely, you know. I mean, the whole thing, you know, watching Sam and Ellie play while they talk, like mm-hmm. the, this nursery. Kids being the, kids, yeah. Yeah, and then specifically, you know, this this moral dilemma that Henry's in, or not in, but that he had to face. He had to face, and you he's know, paying the consequences yeah, of. Yeah, and, the, like, and you know, I'm always a sucker for a good portrayal of non-binary morality. Mm-hmm. I love it, so. Yeah, fair enough. Meanwhile, Kathleen and Perry are in Kathleen's childhood home. She's reminiscing about her brother, Michael, uh, and what he did for her and her love for him. You know, tells the the lightning story. This is a great scene, too. Holy cow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And yeah. It, it, it shows Kathleen's motives immensely in that, you know, despite what Michael said, she will get her revenge to the man that took Michael away. So she she's going to find she's going to find Henry. Yep. Our. Uh, Group of four, you know, our, our main people here. They get out of the tunnels into the suburbs. Uh, before you move on to that, though, mm-hmm. like I think it's interesting to hear what Perry has to say about it, though, too. Oh, because, Perry, because, so- because because I have been wondering uh, why are these people following Kathleen? What's so special about Kathleen? And Perry tells us, you know, he, your, your brother was a great man. We all loved him, but he didn't change anything. Yeah. You did. Yeah, <laughs> like, she acted. Yeah, it took someone with this ruthless edge to them. To exactly it, to actually enact the change mm-hmm. so so whether michael ever would have mm, i don't know did he, have that, did he have that edge yeah 
our our the four we we know and love, Mr. Sal, they get out of the tunnels into the suburbs, and Henry's yucking up about how his plan works <laughs> like a charm. Yeah, ain't no one here until a sniper pins them down. So Joel mm-hmm. flanks the sniper. This is this isn't in the game here when you know he tries to let him live. Yeah, but I like this. I like it too because it, it is just a situation where if you're the sniper, it's like, do you really like listen to this guy? Like, do you? <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah, I don't know. So the sniper is now dead, and he hears on the radio that Kathleen and Co. are on their way. Mm-hmm. So he starts providing covering fire as this convoy of of militiamen are coming. <laughs> um, but it all seems a bit lost. Uh, Henry's willing to give himself up. Um, cue sinkhole time, Mr. Sal, in the bloater's oh, introduction. Sorry, before before you get to that. Um, I did love this conversation between Henry and Kathleen, though, because this is this is where you really feel the my brother's more important than your brother. You know, Kathleen says things like kids die all the time, Henry. You know, we're not going to spare your brother. You didn't spare my brother. Like she's up front with him. He says, you know, hey, let them live. <laughs> let, let, let the kid, you leave him alone. Let the him live. And she says, no. He's with you, and she's with him. Like the kids are going to die too. Uh, it, so, I mean, we Kathleen's ruthlessness is on display, and also the theme of uh, who, which life matters more. Certainly, yeah. And I mean, and what, what matters more is the life my, that means more to you. Yeah. My, well, yeah. mine and my family's. Right. Exactly. My people's life over yours, and yeah. I will, I will avenge them. Mm-hmm. It's cut short. Thankfully <laughs> for Henry, yeah. uh, pet time and the bloater's introduction, chaos on the ground ensues as clickers galore, you know, storm around. Uh, Joel provides covering fire for Ellie, who helps out Henry and Sam get to safety. I just uh, want to point out uh-huh. who's Joel firing at? Clickers for the most part. Yeah. And who are Perry and Kathleen firing at? I believe clickers. Mm-hmm. Okay. I believe I made a prediction that there would be a temporary alliance formed. No, <laughs> see, <laughs> I wouldn't call this a temporary alliance. Oh, I would. Very temporary. I would not. I, it, it, it is in no way, I think, a temporary alliance. It's simply attacking what's ahead of you. I, I, I don't yeah, think they aligned at all. Common enemy? Mm, but they're not They're not helping each other. They're trying to help themselves. I think no, common alliance is... They're not at each other yet, either. Mm, so just because they can't. I, see, right? no, I think a temporary alliance is one where it goes, listen... We'll 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 deal with this later. Mutually, we gotta we gotta do this now. It's more of oh crap. Like, and and actually, I would agree. I, I would say so much that it's not a temporary alliance because because to her own detriment, <laughs> we're gonna see Kathleen stop firing. <laughs> yes, what she should be doing. So I don't uh, think it's all a temporary when alliance. The temporary alliance ends. No, I, I would not Wait, consider it a temporary okay. alliance. I am taking credit for that. You are denying me credit for that. The listeners must decide. That's listeners, who, who, who wins this argument? Do I get credit for saying that Joel and Ellie will form a temporary alliance with the militia? Fair. Shelperspodcast.gmail.com. <laughs> Let us know. Uh, Perry, poor guy, gets decapitated by one of the bloater. <laughs> Very gruesome. <laughs> just, just separated. Just literally, like not even <laughs> too much. Just rips his head right off. And Kathleen puts Henry at gunpoint, but didn't pull the trigger fast enough because she gets mauled by a child infected. It's cre- so creepy. Oh yeah, and it's just the way mauls this... that are almost like a like a monkey or something. Well, this this actress was a contortionist too. So like all these weird movements that this thing is making. Like, this is somebody actually doing them. It's not, like, a, a CGI'd kid. Like, and she's wearing a Blue's Clues t-shirt. <laughs> it's so creepy. Oh, my God. I love Blue's Clues. <laughs> um, Henry, Sam, Joel, Ellie, they all managed to escape. And we get to what we've already talked about, I guess, more or less. But, yeah, you know, we get to the motel. I'll, I'll quickly just say, you know, Joel and Henry... The good times are rolling out for them. Henceforth, they're in it together, and it's gonna be it's to gonna end, be a to good day tomorrow. Yeah, till the very end, they're gonna be together. <laughs> um, Ellie and Sam have their scene together. Um, you know, Ellie tries to heal Sam and will wait for him the next morning. 
but he turns anyways, tries to maul Ellie, and it ends with Henry having to kill Sam, and then he points the gun at himself and kills himself. Ellie and Joel bury them. Ellie leaves behind you know, the, the toy saying, I'm sorry, and moves on before even Joel can. Compare it back to Tess. You already did it, Mr. Sal. Mm-hmm. They walk on. They got to walk to Wyoming. <laughs> yep. yep. But very different because she leads the way this time. Yes. She, she, she she's out her. of there. Which way's west? That way? All yep. right. Get going. Yep. Whew. Yeah. This is a tough, this is a tough episode. I really don't know whether I like this one, uh, which one I like more. Uh, well, this that's one a good long, problem. Long time. It's a good problem. It is a good problem. And. I'm I'm happy that you're liking The Last of Us. I'm I'm I was worried it'd be too much actiony, not of the character stuff. I'm very glad the way they've been going about it. <laughs> yeah, because the characters in The Last of Us very good. <laughs> Is there enough action to satisfy people who just like the shoot 'em up version of the game, or the shoot 'em up aspect of the game? I mean, because here's the issue though: is that I that, I don't think that translates well to a TV show because no. <laughs> a lot of the game is just, you know, cause it would just be very mundane of like Joel walks in a room. He shoots infected. Joel walks in another room. He's yeah. to quietly go kill three infected. Joel walks into another room. Yeah. Oh, Ellie, you can't swim. I'll swim. <laughs> Get some, like, it's fun to play. It's not yeah. fun to like, you know, watch them do it on the TV over and over and over again. The gameplay mm-hmm. loops fun, but as gameplay, yep. not as, you know, right. The media, but the, the 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 story knit that puts the game together, right? The 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 rationale, the reasons what happens to the characters. That's really good in The Last of Us. And that's yeah. probably you know, it was a combination of why it was such a good game for its time. Was great gameplay. The gameplay was really fun still, right? Mm-hmm. And an amazing story. Like yeah, oh, great story in the game. Really good story. I mean, <laughs> here I mean, this is a lot of this is the story in the game. Yeah. Uh, I think even more fleshed out in some ways, but. Yeah, I, I'm sure it is. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it would almost have to be. Otherwise, why yeah. make the why make yeah. the series? Certainly, but yeah. So it's it's a great game. Maybe you should play it one day, Mister Sal. Even I doubt it's I not will. up your alley. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Well, anyway, glad to see you're enjoying the series. That makes you happy. I, I was worried to be too action packed. So I'm glad <laughs> you found things to, to go on to, and I still think there's great things to come. So speaking well, of things to come. Let's check out my predictions. You want to check out your predictions or do you want to check out the time first? All right, we'll check the time first. Let's go check the time to wrap up this episode. And whoa, Mr. Sal, would you look at the time? Yeah, it's TV time. It's TV time. Yeah. Ain't no time like a TV time. Yeah. That, that is generally true. <laughs> there usually ain't no time like a TV time. TV but time. TV time is just not. It has not been there. The, the, with this this series with only two character choices, not not fun. I anyway, think... what do you think the the audience said about this episode? <laughs> five. Let's go from one to five. Ninety three percent said five. Yeah, I mean, wow. listen, this is this is similar to episode three in terms of in because listen, we we talked about episode three. We loved it. I think mm-hmm. it's a really great episode, right? Mm-hmm. This is also a very good episode. Oh, man, it is. The complaints of episode three, though, are some people are homophobic. There yep. are some legitimate complaints. I could see people complaining it's a filler episode. I, I can look. I, I know people that said that. And thinking about it, I can see how people feel about that. Right. If you just want to see the plot go along, I get they spend a whole mm-hmm. episode not seeing too much plot go along. Mm-hmm. Fine. This episode is it's very similar marks as to that episode. Well, also moving the plot along immensely. So that whole filler yeah. complaint, out of here. It's yeah, not this is, there's no filler <laughs> You can't here. say that. You can't say that. And we get to meet these two new characters in the love they have for each other. And then we get to have it ripped away. Right. Yeah. And, and, and arguably a more sad way because it wasn't yeah. a bittersweet ending. It was a, oh, wow, our lives are finally going to be better. Wait, never mind. Yeah. Right when we thought we were out of the, the woodwork. Yeah. So. Oh, God. Oh my god. So yeah, so it makes sense as a very highly rated episode. Yeah. Now, the question goes, favorite character? <laughs> All right, well, I will just let's just say first that I think that if you had a full array of options here, you would pick Henry as your favorite character. But you don't. So I think you pick Joel as your favorite character. 
All you have is Joel and Ali, by the way. That's, okay. Those are the only really two options you have. I think the people chose Joel. I think given the choice, you'd pick Henry, but you instead chose Ellie. Okay. I Given the choice, I would have picked Henry. You're right. Uh, and, and I did choose Ellie. Also correct. I, I'm the exact same as you. I would have chosen okay. Henry. I chose Ellie. <laughs> okay, good. And right. uh, I, I, I mean, uh, Ellie to me was clearly my favorite over Joel in this episode, but yeah, it's just because she sympathizes with the Sam a lot more. And then obviously yeah. the, what, like that... the, that scene that he, she has with, yeah. yeah with Sam puts scene, her scene way over my favorite Joel. scene. Like it's yeah, definitely. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, but the, the, the audience also said Ellie 82%. So, oh, okay. Fact, so fair enough. Yeah. Good, good, on, good on the audience. You know, there's a lot of hate for LA. Yes. Into the series that, yes. uh, the actress playing her, which, Again, I've already I've already complained about this in the podcast, but I think it's ridiculous people complaining. Oh, so and so doesn't look like the character. It's like, yeah, it don't matter. Like, <laughs> who, who who cares? As long as like it's in substance, still the same character. I don't, it it doesn't really matter to me if the per- right. person doesn't sound like Ellie or looks like Ellie. Like, right. she acts. She has Ellie's mannerisms very well. So it's the similar jokes. The, for example, that scene you really you know your favorite scene. She that scorpion, same thing in the video game. She says that same joke. Yeah, that's cool. So, so same same mannerisms. Yeah, good. I, mean, good I think she's. I, I think she's doing a great job. I think she's a good Ellie. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think she plays a mannerism very well of Ellie. Like I see, I see, I she says something. I go, oh yeah, Ellie did say that thing. Like yeah. she, she she acts just like Ellie. So that's I think she's cool. a very good job of it, and I'm glad that. It appears people are recognizing him. Perhaps people always have been. It's been the minority that have been complaining. Frequently, the minority is is the more vocal, the loudest so, voice. Yes. Yeah. Well, in either case, glad we got over that TV time. Struggle. Yes. Michelle, though, predictions as we've been doing it. So to recap yes. your last week's predictions, the 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 ones that well, I'll go over the ones that actually had solutions here. Next episode, Jill and Ellie will be separated. You were wrong. I'm going to. I got to just stay on that the whole rest we of the week. I have to. I have to. Because eventually I'm probably going to be right. I don't want to jump off when I'm going to be right. So I'll stay on that. I'll warn you, though, Mr. Sal, because I thought you were going to be right in the part where you were supposed to be right. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, anyway. I'm, I'm sticking with it. All right. Bubbling Earth is a bunch of infected. That's chalk, but you take the chalky stance. sometimes true. Yeah. One more in Kansas City. I, I, why did you even let you do that? Obviously, that was true. That's why? True. Because they end the episode in Kansas City. I mean, so at least they've got to have the next episode in Kansas City. I guess there's not more than one in Kansas City. So I guess you've that's, got that's that what part, I was right? saying. That, that yeah. we get one more episode in Kansas City. Fair. All right. The infected will force Joel and Ellie into a temporary alliance with the militia. My response to this was kinda question mark. Not really though. <laughs> uh, my response is yep. All right. The other predictions that are are more series wide. Lab is near Tommy in Wyoming. We'll see to that. Joel will get Ellie to the lab. She'll be a step on the way to the cure, and Joel will mm-hmm. die right at the end. A sacrifice of some sort in the sake of Ellie. So we got we're we're taking those three right. on. Unless you want to change them. No. I'm okay, and those. we got. We want to take along next episode. Joel and Ellie will be separated. Yep. Okay, we got that one. And that's going just going to be every episode until it happens, or the season ends. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, so there's that. I do have three new ones that I want to add. I will refute some of these predictions if I think they're too chalk. Go on. Uh, they will. <laughs> they will get to Tommy next episode. <laughs> I'm not putting that. <laughs> no. Okay, but what I did notice in the in the pre- next on is that it doesn't seem like Tommy is uh, and Joel's reception is very warm. So I think that Joel and Tommy will reconcile by the end of next episode. Okay. <laughs> or Joel Tommy Tom. will be dead if they make us fall <laughs> in love with him. I don't know. <laughs> but I'll go with they reconcile by the end of the next episode. Um, I'm going to say... Is that, that a form Joel- of reconciliation if Tommy dies? If they reconcile as he's dying, sure. Or if that's Joel's reconciliation. I don't know. So Joel kills him? I don't know. Who knows? But anyway, all right. Um, I think that sooner than later, so we, we'll say in the next episode, uh, and this is another one that I'll just carry on to the end if it doesn't happen in the next episode. <laughs> so maybe I won't put a time on it. We're, I will not put a time on this. Eventually, 
we are going to see Joel and Ellie hug. I think that's a good prediction. All right. And finally, in this next episode, there's going to be a flashback that is probably Tommy's flashback, but it, I think there's an off chance we get an Ellie flashback. But I think we're going to get an Ellie flashback eventually. I think this episode's probably going to be a Tommy flashback. Ellie. Okay, so... Ooh, um, Joel and Tommy will reconcile eventually. Joel and Ellie will hug. Tommy's flashback next episode. And... Mm-hmm. Eventually, Ellie flashback. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else you want to predict, Mister Sal? Anything else you want to say? Uh, I should probably put something on those flashbacks, huh? Um, otherwise, it's not much of a prediction. <laughs> not much of a prediction. <laughs> it's more of a storytelling prediction than an actual story prediction. Um, Tommy, we will see his joining and eventual quitting of the Fireflies. Okay. And, and Ellie. Ellie, we will see Riley, and Riley will die. Got it. Okay. Uh, I shouldn't. Okay. Well, does dying, does becoming infected count as dying? For all intents and purposes, yeah. All right. Well, then I'll stick with that. Okay. 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 Then those are your predictions. We'll, we'll see him next episode. What comes true, what doesn't. Uh, anything else you want to say, Mr. Sal, for the episode? Uh, you know, I would just like to make sure that everybody knows that if I show you the way, you better clear that way for me. <laughs> right. Very threatening <laughs> to the listeners. No, I'm so talking please... specifically to you, Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. Sally, you know what I say to that? I say join us back next week <laughs> for the sixth episode title. You know the title, Mr. Sal? Whatever the case may be. No. no. Episode 6, Kin. K-I-N. I did, I did not know that. That's Kin. But I, <laughs> that makes sense. It's a bit It's a bit delayed uh, since we got a bit of an early release. So I guess not really delayed. More of now got to wait Back long. to Sunday. But back to Sunday. But whatever. Nonetheless, this podcast, it'll be out next week. Same time as always. Uh, so thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to see other podcasts or similar or that you might also like, Maybe check out Ozark. Uh, we've covered quite a bit of Lost, so do check that out. And check out Chernobyl. Wait. What? We will be releasing Chernobyl <laughs> in the future. You don't want to check that out. No, we're, we're, it does we're, we're, you're right. Yes, we will not, we'll not have released Chernobyl yet. It, but it's, it's coming, coming up soon. soon. Right, right, right at the end of Watchmen? As soon as we finish Watchmen. Look, look, look another, another Craig Mason. That's another Craig Mason. It's another Craig Mason. That's why, that's why I want to push it. So if you're liking this, I'll tell you right now. You're probably also going to like Chernobyl, fun fact. So get ready to watch that. And thank you for listening, sharing the podcast. Always appreciated. Ratings, thank you very much. And subscriptions, you're always informed about our next releases. So thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week with Season 1, Episode 6, Ken. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.